Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Talk. I thought you were waiting for me podcast. to say what it is. I'm like, I... No, you'll get an introduction. Give me a minute. My bad. Um, well, now that he's rudely interrupted, um, we have our first guest. Y'all, if you know, you know. Julian's back. For this one episode, um, we're going to get kind of deep and into it on this one. Something you guys have probably been waiting for, but I didn't say whether or not this was coming out. So, surprise. Um, this is like a... It's like a planned unplanned. Like, we planned on eventually recording this. I didn't know why. Or, not why. I didn't know when. So, with that being said, I don't know when this episode will actually be put out. I'm trying to think because I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to put any intentions. My intentions in general, I said it in one of the last episodes is that I want to get back into like YouTube. I feel like I've actually been more focused on the podcast lately than I have been on like my YouTube channel. So I definitely just want to put intentions out of being on YouTube. Like I need to record a video soon. But do you have any intentions for yourself coming up? I I need to put a vlog up. Excuse so back me. on YouTube as well? I need to put a vlog up. I've been focused, like you, I've been focused on the reaction side of things. And I haven't done much for my personal channel. Which had an article written about it. Which is crazy. I saw. Right? Isn't that crazy? And it really, like, called me out because I haven't uploaded in over a month. <laughs> I was like, dang. Honestly, same. He's saying all these nice things about my channel and I haven't even uploaded in over a month. I don't deserve this I article right now. I think mine's been, like, four or five weeks right now. So that's why I'm like, I need to put one up, too. Yeah. So with that being said, it's this intro is not going to be the same as any other episode because I don't know when this is coming out. Um, but streaming platforms are still the same. Spotify, Apple podcast, Amazon music, or we are here on YouTube. Girls got to talk podcast, but you can stream this wherever you stream your podcast. Lately, I've been saying wherever you stream your platforms makes no sense. That makes zero sense. That's whatsoever. the first thing coming out of my mouth. I've yeah, definitely that, said that a that couple times and sense. I'm like, hmm, stupid. All right. So, so I'm nervous, bro. I'm scared. This is probably the juicy info y'all have been waiting for. No one's declared whether or not this okay. episode was coming out, but... Can we talk about it, though? They probably don't even care. You're lying to yourself. I don't think they care about this. No. Y'all tell me See, in the comments. I don't think as, they care. If y'all are as nosy as I am, y'all care. Because if I was on the other end, I'd be waiting. I'd be like, what's the tea? I'd, I, yeah, that, I don't know. I don't think I'd care, to be honest. I would. I care because it's me and I'm involved in it. But like outside <laughs> of that, I don't think I'd care. You I, know? I can't relate. I definitely would. Dang, that's crazy. So do y'all really care about this? Y'all really want to know? I mean, I'm here for it. Let's go. Why don't you start us off? It's, it's your house. I'm stepping into it. It's your arena now. So we will start by addressing the elephant in the room. Um, It was put up on our Alyssa and Juliet or... It's not the Alyssa and Julian right now. Julian had taken it over for his... What are you putting up there? Reaction stuff? Yeah. He made it a VODs <laughs> channel. I think <laughs> I mentioned it before because I had said something about if like a random thing you're following, you're like, when did I follow this? It was the Alyssa and Julian Instagram. It is now... What's it called? 
Julian Vods, I believe. Yeah, so Julian it's a Vods, Vods clips. I don't have my phone. I can't tell you. <laughs> it's a Vods channel. Yeah. Um, we had posted a story on there. My face is like this. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, "What a picture, <laughs> weirdo!" But we posted a story on there talking about going our separate ways. A lot of, well, I don't want to say a lot. Some people had thought it was like our channels. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had already divvied up the work, um, before this even happened. This was, this was kind of like pre, um, we divided the work. Julian took over the reaction channel. I took over the podcast, hence the new name on the reaction channel, hence the new podcast name, hence now the new, um, Instagram name. Hence is a weird word now that I've just said it so many hence. times, but hence you keep saying um, it. We did put up a story that we broke up. Um, it's can, been what? Can I just say before we go further? Yes, we're still friends. Yes, we we have so, a kid. Yeah, we're we were friends before we were together. We're gonna be friends after. We're gonna be civil. I might just fight him a couple times, but oh, uh, says, I'm just saying. Oh, he's civil <laughs> like that. Like it's so painful for her to. No, we're, we are still really good friends. We're not like one of those weird couples that are like, you know how people are like, oh my God, like you're friends with your ex. That's so weird. I no, feel like even if we didn't have him, we'd still be friends. We're, so. Yeah, we, that was, I don't want to say like the reason, like we'll go into it in a minute, but we did say that we were much better friends well you started off by saying it we are much better friends than we were in a relationship which it happens like it's not the worst thing in the world we obviously are gonna still be friends still be like cordial yeah because we do have a child together we're gonna co-parent co-parent yeah that's basically gonna be our new role but um i don't know that's just cat out of the bag um, it's been like a month and a half, honestly. Um, we put that up weeks, almost a month after we actually broke up. But um, do you want to talk about how that decision was made to put that up? What? Uh, the post. So Julian made the post. I told him that if he made one or did whatever, send it to me, I'd put it up, blah, blah, blah. But we do... We wanted to give you guys... Okay, so if you are coming from the Reaction Channel, I know some of you have come here. This used to be also the Alyssa and Julian podcast. I just rebranded it when I took over. Um, if you guys are here from that, we had a really big community. Like, you guys were amazing. So we did feel the need to give you guys, like, that information. We didn't just want to, like, leave you in the dark, leave you out of it for you not to know like we had a really big family over here so we did decide to put it up so that i don't know almost you were all aware i guess i would say like you guys had the information you guys knew what was going on with us um it started with just us you guys liked us we grew a big family we had jj you guys love jj jj is still very well known in on this platform on every platform we have um so we did want to like put that out there for you guys like we did want you to know um we still appreciate any support you give us now that we are separated both on the internet and 
Off. Live? I don't know. Like off in the, person. On and off the um, internet. So <laughs> oh, geez. Um, this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> I mean, I know. I don't know about you. I did have people hit me up asking if I was okay. Like everything. They were that. like, oh, like you don't have to talk about it. But like, I just want to make sure you're okay. Like, I just want to check in. If you have done that, I definitely appreciate it. I love you guys Same. so, so, so much. You guys are Ditto. so like caring like every little thing happens and you guys are like oh my god i love it all right we gotta stop procrastinating you're gonna lose viewership they want to hear the tea they want the juice <laughs> oh really i thought you said they didn't care come out here and mm. say it <laughs> i told you they cared you come know out they here care. come out here and say it say what i don't know whatever you're gonna say they they're they're here for this they're here for the for the tea Listen, listen, I don't think people are going to care, but if you are here, if you're still here at this point, you care and you want to hear it. They're waiting for it. Yeah. So go ahead. Give it to them. All right. How do we want to start this? Um, well, I guess I initiated it. I, I'm the one who, you know, really, I mean, it was mutual, but I'm the one who really like initiated the conversation behind it. Julian broke up so with me. Start. <laughs> I think it was so mutual. That, um, it was very mutual. Um, see, like, I don't know how to word things. So basically, <laughs> I don't, I I don't know what to say. I got this. I got this. So I feel like basically Alyssa and I had transformed and you might experience this if you live with your significant other, but like we got to this point where it was either you take the next step or it wasn't you, going you, anywhere. Or it doesn't go anywhere. And you know, obviously the next step is marriage, right? But like the the problem is marriage is a huge commitment and when there's a bunch of red flags in your relationship you can't just jump in and go straight to marriage um and you can people do it but then our divorce rate is through the roof i don't want to be part of that statistic i'm i'm being so serious i don't want to be <laughs> part of that statistic you to say that i don't either honestly i'm i'm with that yeah so like for me it was just more of like a you you became a roommate type of thing and more more of a roommate than a romantic partner mm -hmm. which is why this breakup hasn't been weird for us because you are still just a roommate essentially mm -hmm. and so with that being said i'm gonna interrupt and in yeah. that so we are obviously like i said we have a child together so it's a lot more to figure out than just we broke up and we're gonna go separate ways like like he said we'd probably still be friends even if we didn't have jj but with that being said, it turns into a lot of, like we said, we're going to co-parent. It's not like we went through the divorce. So it's not like we have to go honestly through like a whole lot, I'd say. Give me my alimony. But anyways, but um, we do have to figure out we are still living together at the moment. There's a lot to figure out with that because not only like do like we would both have to find a place. And then depending on that, like obviously we'll probably like split. I don't want to say split JJ, but I don't know. Split custody. It's right. Like we'd have to figure out who he'd be living with. I feel like he'd be living with one more than the other at that point. Um, so we have yeah. to figure out daycare. With, or you could do week on, week off. Right. So we'd have to figure out with JJ. He had have to get to daycare as long as someone's good to take him there, pick him up, my job, what you're doing during the day. Like there's a lot to figure out with him. But then there's also like. I've, I don't know if you've thought about it. I know I mentioned it the other day is the thing with leaving here is if we left before like July, August area, we'd technically be breaking our lease. Right. And I know that's a whole separate fee to begin with as well. 
Right. Um, so that's another thing to keep in mind. So it's like you're paying, you're putting money out for the new place you're going to be into, and then you're still probably going to be paying for what we've lived here, like what right. we would owe because they'd probably still want some sort of rent for what we lived here. Plus you're going to be paying for breaking a lease. Like it's a lot altogether. Um, I mean, honestly, not saying that like it'd be like, it's weird, but like not weird to You're, still be living. But like, I don't know if we would go until like August. Like it's a weird concept to think about for me anyways. You're giving them a lot of logistics. They want emotion. Give me a minute. I'll probably start crying at some point. But <laughs> they, don't want, they don't want you crying, but they want to hear like your thoughts. Okay. Well, we're getting into it. So it is, it is really weird. Okay. So I would say like, with that being said, it sounds like it wasn't awful. Like our relationship wasn't the worst thing. It had gone downhill to the end. <clears throat> it had, okay, yep, that's what I was going to get into. So it hadn't been like, so we've been together for four years. We started dating in 2019. Um, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have been so awkward if I got the year wrong and you'd be like, no, we didn't. So we started dating in, 20, already. in 2019. So we've been together for four years. Not saying all four years have been awful. We obviously had ups and downs. Every couple fights, every couple goes through whatever. We definitely had one time in the past. We were on like a break. But it's another case where we were still living together. Like as soon as I... I know Julian has had his own place. As soon as I moved out of my parents' house, I've been with Julian. I haven't been on my own. I hadn't been with anyone else. Like when I moved out of my parents' place, ever since then, that was like what, 2020? I've been with Julian. You look like you want to say something. I think that you need that time to experience See, but I, I had thought about that. I have definitely thought about that recently, actually, because I had always said to you that I wanted a place of my own. I had said that in the beginning before we bought a house that I would I would like the like apartment setting, see what it's like, blah, 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 because that is one thing that makes me nervous now is now I would have to live. I mean, like I said, I would have buddy at some point sometime, um, but for the most part, like I'm looking for a place almost like for me. Obviously, it has to be suitable for him because I do have a child, but I've never lived on my own. So like the concept of now finding a place where I would be like solely by myself, it's weird. Like it kind of scares me. It kind of freaks me out, but probably because I haven't done it. And like, if you know, you know, me and change, we're not friends. Um... I'm not a big person of like change, especially big drastic change like that in my life. So it does freak me out. And like, I feel like initially, like I like looking at apartments. Like when we were looking for apartments, it was so much fun, but you're I feel me. like, why? Cause you're going away from the subject. Stop talking. So <laughs> yeah, I, I so no, it's not. I feel like I would be really excited in the moment, but then actually moving, I would be scared. And like I said, for the last four years, I've only been with you. Right. So it's, it's weird. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so go ahead. Since you want to be on topic. <laughs> well, I just feel like, I don't know. I, How is it on your side? What do you mean? I don't have an issue with this. I have zero issue with living on my own. I've done it before. Because you've done it before. Yeah, I've done it before. I'm finding an apartment when isn't hard. Like you said, I just don't want to pay any fees. But finding an apartment isn't hard. Um, the only thing is, you know, area-wise, I would have you looked want to sit here. Yeah, around yeah. here? Yeah. There's not a lot of places open. Um... We'll talk. We'll talk. Because, we'll <laughs> like, it's, you got to know what you're looking for. And you got to know where you're looking. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I'll help you out in that area. It's not that. It, it, so. It's hard to find if you're looking for. I, I know what you're doing wrong. I could tell what you're doing wrong. All right. Anyways. Yeah. So, back to topic then. Yeah, back to um, topic. So, I. By the way, before she goes, the reason why she's having such a hard time, I'm not sounding arrogant at all. It's just, I'm from this area. She's not from this I'm area. Not. That's why I say that. I'm but not at anyway. all. Go ahead. So, like I said, we've had ups and downs. We had a break at one point. That was another spot we were living together. So, taking a break when you're living with your significant other is really weird because you don't know how to navigate it. Um, you're still going around like, I don't want to say like nothing's wrong, but it's not like, I don't know. It's not like it's like a separation. Like one of you left to go somewhere else to take the break. Like we were still both living together. And then honestly, under circumstances, a lot obviously changed. I would say when we had JJ, we maneuvered into parenthood, which obviously is a hard thing in general. Um, that's a whole different change, a whole different, obviously we had no idea what was going on. We're first time parents that within itself is a whole different, how do you describe it? A whole different, like, it's like a new, a whole new life. Like you're a whole new person. You're now a dad. I'm now a mom. We are now parents in a whole different lifestyle. Are we going to, are we going to get deep now and take the gloves off? You can. Yeah. We're taking the gloves off. We can get deep. Okay. Why are you going to say it like that? That's weird. Well, because I feel like we were dancing on the edge before. Yeah, but now, we can get deep. Now we, we, Cue we got the waterworks. In, now we got into parenthood. Mm-hmm. This is where it really gets. This is the internet. So I got to watch what I say because guess what? This episode will still be live one day when he gets older and he can listen to this. I want you to understand where I was in this time. After you went back to work, I felt completely abandoned as a new dad, as someone trying to provide for my family, trying to sustain life the way it was. I felt abandoned and it it got, I thought like, you know, us moving might make things a little bit better. Uh, we'd be a little bit happier. It did not go that direction at all. <laughs> it just got worse. Um, the the hard part was you know i would work during the day with him i'd have him i'd be working um i was doing like grocery delivery stuff so like i'd have him i'd have like all these pounds of groceries right wearing myself out and then at night i'd have to you know after she gets home she puts him to bed i'm out working again um, you know, whether it be like Ubering or, you know, doing more delivery stuff, just out here grinding. And 
that was a lot, man. It was, it felt like the pressure of everything was on me. Um, financial pressure, uh, emotional pressure. And I don't want to say like, I don't know how to word it because there was, I guess there was a certain level of like, I get you are working, but there was a certain level of like, I don't want to say pat on the back because it's not so much a pat on the back, but there's a certain level of like, yo, my man's down. Like, let me get underneath him and like, you know, help hold him up type of thing. You know, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It does. I get what you're saying. Like he's emotionally beat up. Like, let me like, you know, like go underneath, like pick him up on the shoulder. Like, you okay, man? Like you got this. You're doing great work. You know what I mean? Like that type of, so like the, the, disassociation I felt from you was probably the hardest most damaging part of that because it was like I'm doing all this and then you were pretty much like checked out yeah I was gonna say like that's what you were looking for but I was not there to like give it it definitely was because at first I would honestly say I didn't see it um At first, I, it was not even like processed to me, I guess you could say. I was out of work from the end of February because I was, I was eight days late or I I don't want to say I was, JJ was eight days late. I had taken off (laughs) the last, I wasn't waiting, it wasn't on me, it was on him. He was the one calling the shots (laughs) i was out of work the last weekend in february jj was due the first week of march i stopped working my last day was honestly i think like february 25th 26th jj was due march 8th he didn't come until march 16th i so i had a little more time between when i was done with work and when i thought i'd be giving birth and then was continued to be out until the first weekend in June. So I had the little bit of time between when I had left my job on maternity leave and gave birth and then still had like three months almost home with JJ. Um, It was nice because it gave you like that's what they call like they call it bonding time to obviously bond with your new child I would say it was really nice but I didn't think about how it would be afterwards granted at the time um it was when I was in my last job and I was right around the corner like not even five minutes from work so like going back to work was really hard for me because it's one of those things where it's like I was just with him for three months and now I have to leave him, go to work for eight hours and like come home. Um, It was still hard. And then coming home, like not saying obviously being a mother is easy. It's definitely not easy. But I enjoyed being home more than being at work at that point. The more after I went back, the more I started to work, it kind of took a really like bad toll on me, I'd say, because I, if you know, you know, like I'm not one to just drop and go. I don't know. It was not 
me, I couldn't like focus on both. I couldn't like, I have to go. I have a kid now. I was like, okay, like I got to finish this and then I'm leaving. Like I could have easily just been like, Hey, you have to finish this for me. Like I got to go. So of course I'm going into work already scheduled eight hours because I'm full time. Now I'm pushing myself even more at work and then coming home and still trying to be a mother, still trying to be myself, still trying to be a girlfriend. And honestly, all of those at once to me was really hard. I didn't know how to balance it. I didn't know how to do it. Um, so I feel like I started taking different pieces and like being just that one and letting the other ones down, I would say. So I did take work when I was at work. That was my, that was my one hat I was wearing. So then at home, I wasn't coming home right away. So at that point, I'm putting like motherhood behind. I'm putting girlfriend behind. I'm putting like everything needed at home on like a lower totem pole, which definitely should not have been what I was doing. With that being said, when I was at home wearing my motherhood hat, I was putting girlfriend lower on the totem pole. I was being not as supportive and like there as I should have been, um, which just started to make a decline like as time went on. So here we are now. He was born in 2022. So even the beginning of 2023, we're still at the same point. We were still trying to balance it all, but I would say I, I couldn't balance it all. But it took me a while to like realize that. I don't know how to word it. Like it took you. <laughs> so basically what she's saying is it took her until we broke up to realize like, hey, I mean, I, I don't want to say it was until we broke up. It probably was before that. But at that point, I felt like I was so far deep well, that I didn't know how to. I think that my other issue is I'm going to start crying. That's OK. This is going to be some waterworks. It, we're there. This is the point of the episode, I guess. Um, I think. I think the hardest part for me too was I'm a over communicator. I'm not. So I was throughout the process. Like what I'm saying to you guys right now is nothing. She hasn't heard before. Um, because it kind of makes this episode easier, but like not easier. Cause it's actually being said out loud. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, something that I was sharing constantly, but like, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this when you're like, when you're saying something, you're voicing something that you feel is wrong or you feel wronged and like a person doesn't respond, that hurts more almost than saying nothing at all. Mm -hmm. Um, because it starts to really see now you're going to give me all this, (laughs) but like it starts to make you feel devalued as, as a person, as a man, it's like, you know, like, dang am I not worth my needs being met you know and then you start to question your self-worth and then you know you start having like you know mental like things in your head about like am I not good enough is it me like and then you know just go starts to spiral out of control um December 2023 was probably no, sorry, December 2022. <laughs> yeah, we're not there yet. <laughs> I was say, we December, that yet. December 2022 
No, it wasn't December. It wasn't December. That was his first Christmas. It was, I would say July 2022 was the loneliest I think I've been in my entire life. And I think for someone to be in a relationship, live with their significant other and say that they're lonely says a lot. It says a lot, you know, and that's just the reality of the situation, uh, you know. I don't, I felt I feel, this, this is why I said we're taking the gloves off because like it feels weird. I don't you know want to come out here and just be like, you know, this is what I was going through. But like I you know I, I'm quiet. I don't you know tell all these things. Like we'll sit there on camera and you won't see it. You know, if we're putting everything out there, there were a lot of times that like. We would have like a little bicker, have a fight, whatever, but then sit and try to record reactions, um, which is also why we decided to also separate that because mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't going well. It wasn't. Can I talk about that? Yeah, go ahead. I, I literally got to the point where I just didn't want to sit and record with you anymore. Like in general, I just got to that point because something like we were watching couples. A lot of times we were reacting to couples. Mm-hmm. Things would happen and you're like you would do something or say something and relate to it. And it would just make me bitter. (laughs) No, seriously, it would, it would make me bitter because it's like, how are you relating to that right now? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And stuff like that would be so hard to just sit there and not say anything. Cause I'm very expressive. Yeah. And if I'm seeing that and I'm like, (laughs) I can't just do that. It made it really weird. And like, I don't want to say uncomfortable, but it definitely made it like a weird instance i would guess Mm -hmm. um even doing this though when we were doing the podcast like a lot of times like some of the topics we talk about like and we'd say i I just would be like what like i don't know again i would get it got really hard so i feel like divvying up the work we were both okay with it it was both like a not like a oh my god we should have done that but like when the time came we were like okay this is a really good idea you'll have this i'll have this you're like Julian had more time for the reactions to begin with. I'll get into that in a minute. But Julian had more time anyways, so it was smart for him to take over. And then I started doing solo episodes on the podcast to begin with. So then for me just to take it over made that easier for me. So for both our timing sakes and like all like all the outside work we were doing, like my obviously nine to five, Julian's whole his whole um like self-employed almost whatever he was doing that day it gave him more time to do that um so it just worked really well in our favor to be honest so we were both kind of okay with that option I guess you'd call it but um to go back to July 2022 to put in perspective that was four months JJ was four months at the time. Julian had gone away. So that was the first time I had been alone with JJ. Granted, he was four months old. I don't want to say it was the hardest, but it like wasn't the easiest. Like he slept a lot. Like that was just the time of the time he just slept, ate, went back to sleep. Um, He did go on a family trip. I told them I wasn't going to stop him. It was for his cousin's graduation. They went on a cruise I had found out I was pregnant and I backed myself out. Um, At first, you weren't going to go. 
you weren't going to go either. Um, but I had told him if they can figure it out and like still get it to work, I wasn't going to stop him from going. Um, nothing really like was happening. What it was like July 4th. Like you missed his first July 4th. It's not like he saw fireworks anyways. Yeah. Um, I think if there were other like bigger circumstances and you were missing a first, I don't know if you would have been as upset. I feel like as a mother, I, like moms take first way more like to heart than dads do. A first 4th of July, um, I'm like. But what? first 4th of July was <laughs> really nothing. I even thought the same. But um, I said, I was like, I'm not going to stop you from going like on your family, like a vacation. Like being alone in the time did scare me because I didn't know how to like raise a child. Like, not that either of us really knew how, but the fact that I now had a newborn and I was going to be by myself scared the crap out of me. Like it was definitely a scary time. Obviously we made it through. It was fine. But that like was definitely, I don't know, just a moment where it was like, oh my God, like I really have so, to do this. Not to be funny. <laughs> oh boy. I just seriously though, like I want to know if you were thinking about this in that time, though, when you were alone that week, did you not think like, oh, this is what he's doing every day? See, in that time, I didn't. You, you see um, what I'm saying? though? Yeah, but that like, was also like at that point, I was only a month back to work. I had been a month back to work and then already taking a week off because obviously like I had to be with JJ. I hadn't thought about it because I think it was so to me little of time. I didn't realize it had been that bad already. Um, granted, like I said, taking care of a newborn isn't easy. Like I probably could have figured it out if I really sat and thought about it, but I wasn't thinking like that deep into it, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that you were already like mentally, physically, like emotionally already going through all that. Um, and it didn't like quite hit me, hit me because like, so because he's self-employed, I mean, he could have taken his own time off, but then again, like you're missing out on money. I was getting money in through maternity leave, but obviously like I wasn't making enough to be like enough for the both of us type of situation. So Julian did have to go and work. So a lot of the times while you were out, like I was with him, like I said, this was a period where he slept a lot. Like he slept, he woke up to eat, he went back to sleep, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think the only thing that really took a toll on me during that time was trying to breastfeed because I really tried and attempted it, but because like between trying this is probably like not to be TMI, but like the breast, talk the breastfeeding <laughs> going into pumping. And by the time you're done pumping, like he was getting more food. Like it was just a lot for me in that moment where that's where I decided I was not going to breastfeed. Plus, it's not like breastfeeding was going super easy for me anyways. Um, yeah, he wasn't latching. He wasn't latching at first. You had to like switch back and forth. He was not feeling it. It was, I don't want to say hurting because he hadn't done it much. He's always been impatient with his food though. Like but, he's just well, mad that's where impatient. Known it from, but he's trying always to, been impatient. Trying to breastfeed. In that time, it was just not working. So I was getting tired. I was getting frustrated. He was hungry. He was getting frustrated. Then we had to make him bottles. I know you had said something about decide whether or not you're doing it. Like you can't be switching back and forth um, because 
they were basically saying if you're breastfeeding, like you're breastfeeding, you're giving him what he needs through that and kind of using a bottle to supplement. Like you shouldn't be, oh, I'll start this. Okay, well, even no. then they told you like by the time you left the hospital, they wanted you to have one decided. Right. Much. And I didn't. I definitely was still going back and forth. They were trying to help me in the hospital, trying to do it. I had gone to doctors outside when I was done with the hospital, like when I was home. Um trying to figure out how to help me and blah 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 that's when I was like dude it's not working like it's I'm getting frustrated I'm getting uncomfortable he wants food I'm not like not that I wasn't supplying but because I hadn't really been doing it nothing was really coming and he lost weight he had lost weight they almost had to monitor him to stay in the hospital um which they said a child loses weight in the hospital anyways but he was at the borderline where they had to monitor and maybe even keep him a little longer because he had lost so much weight um and then at that point, like I had also had a C-section. So trying to maneuver around at first um, from C-section scar was awful. It hurt so bad. I had staples. I had to wear this thing covering it um, until I got the staples removed. Um, I was basically my, the living room in, the, in our house had turned into my bedroom because I couldn't use stairs. And of course our bedroom was upstairs. So JJ and I had to live downstairs in the time being. So at that point, like if I had to get up to feed him or get him in the middle of the night, like I was not by myself. Like I'm sure if I like called you or did something, like obviously you'd come down, but like in the moment, like I was by myself. So all that honestly had also taken a toll on me. C-section was harder than I thought it would be. Um, Even like in the hospital, getting up to use the bathroom, like I couldn't move. It hurt so bad. Trying to pee hurt. Um, Literally just sitting there and like trying to go to the bathroom, like attempting hurt so bad. They had to come in and like push on my stomach. So that was just all this pain I was thinking about. Um, So I feel like there were a lot of, I don't want to say outside factors, but just factors on my end that also took a toll on me where like, so mentally I was not thinking of a lot of other circumstances. I had to get myself right, honestly, to be able to move first of all. But then when I went back to work, um, I don't know. I feel like mentally I declined really bad. I declined so bad mentally because then I was at work I had all of I don't want to say work drama but I had a lot of work stuff going on so that was part of it's tension part of mental load so then I come home I'm not being like provider almost so that's a mental load well then you have motherhood that's a whole other mental load there's a word for it it's compartmentalization (laughs) that's a big word it is but it's like it's being able to put work in the works box and family and home in its own box yeah i definitely was not like i couldn't i couldn't figure out how to do it all um and then never not to mention in that time not to cut you off but in that time because work was bad you're now at the point where you're coming home snippy with me with an attitude with me for no reason. And I'm like, whoa. Like it's all work <laughs> I stuff. I got this going on. But because, because I, had Hold left, on. I had left work, like, I don't know. I don't usually take things out like on people. Like, yeah, okay, I might give you this attitude or give you this attitude like at work wise. 
Um, I never got into like fights or really bickers with anyone. So a lot of stuff was also just pent up inside of me. And then by the time I left work, like I said, I lived so close at the time. It's not like it's all like draining or, okay, this has to be out of sight, out of mind type of situation. I still had it in me. So by the time I went home and I got frustrated over, I don't know, like this needed to be done or this needed to be done, um, right off the bat unfortunately you were the one there to take I was a it. casualty he was just who happened to be there he was just who happened to take it none of it had anything to do with him but just in a situation if i was home something got to me and this was almost daily like, yeah this was very very often i was like yo <laughs> he got the uh he got that smoke. So, so this is, we're, this is literally, I'm glad we're talking about July because this is literally pretty much all July and August. All of it, you know, coming back and working, how it's working. And I feel like it honestly ended up worse after that then because end of August, early September, is when we, we went moved. To, when we moved and went to playlist and everything. So, but that playlist changed, a lot changed for me from after playlist, if I'm being honest that's when I met Tia I met the crew and mm -hmm. I actually had friends and you know online people who I feel are like-minded so and understand me there was know? also going a lot going on there was also a lot going on at the end of August early September we had gone away to a vacation in Florida we had gone away for a weekend we were moving at the same time so we had sold the house before we left for Florida we moved out of the house so we sold the house moved out didn't have anywhere to go because between when we sold the house and when we moved into this apartment was a couple days. So also, oh, oh, now that we brought up the house, now that we brought up the house. So basically, I don't know if any of you guys have a house, but if you don't know, running a house is like running a business. So now we're adding this to my plate too. Not to mention, you know, there's baby, there's all the work I got to do while having the baby. Then there's you know, the house stuff on top of all the tension that we had. So that was a big reason for me. I was like, I can't do this. I got to get rid of something. I had made a video on my old channel about all the hats I was wearing. And I realized I was like, this is part of my <laughs> mental struggle. I need to get rid of one of these hats. And the only one that made sense at that time was to sell the house mm -hmm. and move, you know, and move closer to family. And, you know, almost like it was almost like retreating. A little bit. You know? We also knew like we didn't want to raise our son up there um, where we were living. It just mm -hmm. wasn't good. It wasn't good for us personally, but I also don't think it would have been good for him. 100%, um, so by the time we moved out, they did let us put our stuff in this apartment, but we hadn't gotten the keys yet. We There were a couple days in between our house and this apartment. Um, so as we're trying to move, I'm still kind of working a day or two um, coming down here but we were living not living but we were staying at a hotel for a couple of days and then we had stayed at his grandmother's place until like three in the morning because then we had to leave for the airport we weren't gonna do another night in a hotel to leave like in the middle of the night if that makes sense so between that then going on vacation and then leaving the vacation was kind of the same because again we had left in the middle of the night in florida as well to go yeah. to the airport so we didn't have a hotel room 
the last night we, we chilled were staying. In the lobby. <laughs> so, but with all that, like it was just hard because I now enjoyed we enjoyed that though. I didn't mind it, but it was hard with JJ because I'm trying to like put him not to sleep, but yeah, I don't know. Like I wish I could have just gone to like either just sit there and have him like chill a little bit. I mean, yeah. granted, luckily he slept on the plane, which was good, but just being like out and about, like if it was just us, I think it would have been perfectly fine. But we now had a kid involved, so I feel like it made it a little harder. Yeah, well, it's just like all the creators were coming in the hall, and I mean, like yeah, they were, we were meet, we got to meet so many people that <laughs> night. I enjoyed that so much. Just not even just because they're creators, but just so many people, so many cool people came by, talked to us, and were just like hanging out because we were just sitting in the lobby. I, I don't know. Yeah, that type of stuff is like what I enjoy. It's I enjoy cool. meeting people, you know. Um, I feel like so this move, I feel is what took this is where it started to take a really bad toll on me mentally um was moving because i was still at where i was on my nine to five so then now my five minute ride turned into a 40 minute ride we're gonna we're gonna put them on blast to a spot i was going where i wasn't happy um working I hated it I hated that place it was not good for me um the surrounding like people there it was always something going on so being at work took a mental toll on me and then the drive home and then trying to balance everything out um this is definitely where I started to take a really bad mental decline we were so this (laughs) this is this one was really hard for me we were in Florida celebrating our son's first birthday. We are in the happiest place on earth. Disney fighting. World fighting. <laughs> um, yeah. That, that was hard. And it was just, it was like, I couldn't even, if you asked me why, I couldn't even tell you. I'm I like, don't even I, remember what happened. I, I don't know. You know, and it was just like. We had originally gone to Florida for my cousin's wedding Um, but she did have it like four days before JJ's first birthday. So we had decided while we were down there and family was going to be down there. Well, my family, obviously for my cousin's wedding was going to be down there. Um, we invited parts of Julian's to meet us down there and we would all just be together celebrating. We didn't want to go down there, do something down there, come home, do something up here. Like it was just too much. All right. Can I be honest? What? I spent so much money on that trip too. I that was do, the hard part. Don't tell I, me about that. I was for a year after. I swear, was still trying to catch up financially. So I flew, I flew my mom out, which you know, that's like a flights aren't cheap. Not even that though. I don't care about the money. I was it, kidding, but <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that's like a son's dream. Like if there's any guys watching this, like they'll get it. Like being able to fly my mom out by her Disney for passes. Her to be there, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, making sure too. she could eat. We didn't do like crazy passes. We no, did, like, we did what, the hopper three, pass. Yeah, we did it was like, like a, a two day. Well, we got three day and I got her mm. two day. But like just to be able to do that and be, you know, be able to afford that at that time, which is crazy because. Excuse me, I spent all that and I came back fine. I was not thrown off like I, I don't know. It, it didn't throw me off. And I think that's what really made me feel good. I came back fluffed up. <laughs> I think it that, ripped me a new one. I think that the the idea of being self-employed and all that, like in where I'm at with life, it just proved to me that I'm doing fine 
you know, and I, I needed that trip because I needed to see that, you know, all these, all these people who were saying in the beginning, oh, you probably should work. You probably need a job. That's what I'm saying. I had a nine to five were, and I got fluffed up. You know, you know, they were all kind of reaping the benefit almost mm-hmm. of my labor and, you know, all the things they told me not to do. So that part was really cool for me. That's definitely something from that trip that like really like was a toll. Um, I did came back financially really bad. Um, it took me a while and by a while, I mean, I just recently got back on my feet, but, um, from there on, like, we spiraled out of control. It was really bad. (laughs) I started to, so like I said, I went to this job. I was not happy at, um, a 40 minute drive there, 40 minute drive back. By then it was a few different things that were getting me mentally because at that point I felt like I was so far from home that it was turning me into a bad mom because I feel like I wasn't there for JJ as much as I should have been. But then at the same time, when I came home from work, um, I was trying to like be there for him as much as I can and trying to do all this stuff that I was still putting girlfriend significant other on a very very back burner um it probably wasn't even like like I wasn't thinking like this is what I had to do like I have to balance it I was really just I was so caught up in trying to be like the good mom that I felt like I wasn't that everything else I wasn't even thinking about I was like "Mm, sorry can't um And I feel like that caused a lot of beef between us. Well, I'll be honest. The one thing that I felt we were, you were starting to become bad at too. Because I I felt like we were really good roommates at one point. But then you started to become really bad at that. (laughs) And when you became bad at, like, listen, I, I get it. You know, bad girlfriend for a period of time. Like, people go through things. Things happen. Like, I tried to be understanding. I tried to be there. But when you become a bad roommate on top of it, that's hard, you know, because that's like that puts the pressure of everything now is on my shoulder and I have to carry everything. Um, So now the hat that I thought I was getting rid of by selling the house and, you know, moving on from that experience, I gained it back because now I'm like a different perspective almost right now. I'm carrying, you know, your home in bed with him. Or hanging out with him after I, you know, am now back out working again. Right. A, and a I second time. You know what I mean? And it's like I already did this today. Like if mm-hmm. it were And I feel like you weren't even like working for you at that point. You were also working for me because I was still like so financially like dug deep somewhere right. that Well, and you know it's what? not like I had another job. I had my regular and um so if we were short on something, like Julian was the one to go out and make up for it. So he was working for like, we split just like a lot of bills. Like we don't have like, you pay this, we pay this. Like we just split a lot of bills. Down the middle. So if I have part of whatever bill I had that I couldn't, like I didn't have at the moment, Julian was out trying to do his half and then making up for mine. I'm a, a lot of times. I'm a very traditional man though. Like at the end of the day, if you said, I need you to go make this money for me, like, I'm like, cool, I'll go make that money. Where I draw the line is 
I'm not going to be used. I was going to say, I don't want to say I took it for granted, um, but I can see like where it would show that that's how I was. Um, But I also like, I don't know. I wasn't going to be like, oh, go do this. Like, I don't have it. Like, it got to the point where it felt like it because. Right. I didn't show I appreciated it. Not just just that, but you almost showed you got to the point where you showed you expected it. Right. Because you were like, I don't have it. I'm like, like, that's going to be your problem now. Yeah. You basically <laughs> literally like, we're like, it's your problem now. And it's like, like I don't have it. You got to figure it out. But it wasn't like a, he, like he did it like no questions asked type of situation, but I didn't show like appreciative toward it. It, it and got to the point. It got to the point where your car went in the shop mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, like, here's the money. Go get it. You know? And right. I half the time I didn't even get a thank you. Mm-hmm. I felt like you know, and You're we're not, not talking like wrong. we're not talking about like you know a hundred two hundred dollars. Like we're talking about almost like Thousands. a thousand, yeah, like a thousand dollars. I'm like, all right, here you go, go get it out. Like I don't want to sound like I'm rolling like that because I'm not. I just work when I care about somebody. I put my all into it and I work very we, hard. Yeah, like we had the money that was supposed to be for something else um, that we had to use now for another circumstance, but that situation like. That was probably one of the harder times for me, too, because that's when I really was like pro. Like, it's one of those moments where now you're looking at everything and you're like, at that point, it's like, oh, what else could go wrong type situation? And then something comes up and you're like, holy hell, like, when do you catch a break? Like, at this point, you just don't get one. Like, everything just keeps hitting you. And like, as deep as you are, or as deep as I was in like a mental drought almost like something else hits you and now you're trying to fight that as well so then you're just rolling like deeper and deeper and deeper i'll be honest with you i i definitely checked out um i'll tell you when i checked out um you'll probably understand this so my birthday came She's going to deny it. If I called her today, <laughs> she'll deny it. My mom forgot my birthday. Um, and, you know, with everything I had going on mentally, like that's the last thing I needed, to be honest with you. So my mom forgot my birthday. And then, you know, my birthday came. And Alyssa looks at me and says, oh, happy birthday. <laughs> I didn't get a card. <laughs> she didn't make me breakfast. I just was like, you know, and there was nothing. <laughs> at least, you know, my point was like, all right, at least just have our son, you know, give me a card because you got, you know, teach him. Like, this is what you do, mm-hmm. you know, to show people that you appreciate them, especially like mom and dad type of thing, you know. Um, but I'll be honest with you, after that, I really checked out because it was like, wow, like, so, you know, I couldn't even get something small that day. You know, it was really just like a, all right, it's just another day. And yeah, that hurt my feelings. I'm not gonna lie. That really hurt my feelings. You know, when you, when you do a lot like that, it's just, you, you know, and and I'm not saying you had to go and buy me a PS5, you know, like (laughs) just like a $5 card would have sufficed. (laughs) I don't even need the money. I don't need a card. No, I'm saying like, the five dollars to buy the card. No, I'm just oh. saying I don't even need that. I thought he was saying like five dollars. No, I don't I even like, need oh, that. Awkward. I don't even need that. Like breakfast. 
again, it, it doesn't have to be that, but just some sort of like effort into showing like, hey, I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you do around here. Like, I'm glad you're here another year. You know, like it's a blessing to see another year. Like waking up every morning is a blessing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've, I've been through a lot. I've been through stuff. So like making it to 26 is a big deal. Like I've had odds uh, stacked against me, you know. Um, I think that, I think that if, you know, someone's important to you, there's ways that you could show them they're important to you. And it doesn't take money always. Right. You know? I feel like another weird part, this has nothing to do with what you just said. Um, that was like getting to me too, is like, obviously we were having problems at home no one really knew um it's not like I was going and like talking to people because half the time I didn't know what to say because part of me wasn't realizing everything that was going on so it's like because we lived up there a lot of people at work knew you um they've seen you before they've seen you go around they like to see you they like to see JJ blah blah um even people that I feel like everyone where I worked knew you (laughs) so a lot of people would always go around like asking about you asking about jj trying to see you having (laughs) having to like see like oh when is he coming in blah 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 yeah and like that's just me (laughs) just knowing how we were and how we have seen them and everything they a lot of people complimented like our parenting like they would say like we were really good parents blah 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 so it was really weird to have them like ask and like talk about us on like good terms meanwhile like we weren't on good terms sometimes so like we could go in in a fight or like we would have a fight and then I go into work obviously they know nothing about it but they want to like bring you up how are you how's the baby blah 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 and I'm just like uh (laughs) like it's like one of those moments where it's really weird and like you have to like you're putting on like I'm putting on a front almost being like yeah yeah well, that's how it felt in videos for me, um, to be honest. Like like I said, where I was like, I don't want to record with you anymore. it would be all the time. It's not even like, even if we weren't fighting, like they would obviously just be asking because yeah. like I said, everyone knows you. But like, it would be those times where like we weren't good. Um, we hadn't been good type of situation. And like all of a sudden, like everyone wants to ask. And I'm like, about that. No. <laughs> but like, obviously I didn't say anything. So it's just like an awkward thing. And I feel like, with my facial expressions, like I don't, I don't hide a lot on my face. So I'm sure like I probably looked either uncomfortable or awkward, mm-hmm. but I wasn't going to like obviously get into it. So they're just kind of going along with it. And I'm that just like. That might be why they asked. They might could sense it on you. I mean, maybe. Some people are like that. I don't like, I'm not good at hiding it facial expression wise. Um, body language might be a different thing, but it's written all over my face. No matter what it is, it's written all over my face. Um. If we're going to get into it, I know there's definitely been times where we've had fights. I'm a very sensitive person, so it's not like it was that bad sometimes of a situation, but whenever, like, my outlet for a lot of things is crying. I'm upset, I cry. Happy, cry. Uncomfortable, I either laugh or I cry. Mostly, like, both, but... um so there were times where like one night, like I'd be crying because like, I would just be like either uncomfortable or upset or something. And then I like go into work and people are like, Oh, like 
See, that got you, hard for me too. You look, ti- <laughs> you look tired. And I'm like, no, I just spent the whole night crying. Leave me alone. Like, I don't want to talk about it. But like, I hate, one of my biggest pet peeves is for someone to look at me and be like, oh, you look tired. Yeah. And I'm like, I am a mother. Like, I'm going to yeah. be tired. Don't freaking call me out on it. You're just telling me I look like shit. I don't want to hear it. But <laughs> that was one of the hardest things for me is then to go in being like, like, granted, yeah, I probably was tired. But, like, for me to just be, like, yeah, like, I'm just exhausted. Obviously not trying to go through anything I had just went through that night. But I feel like then the next morning I'm, like, dude, my face is so swollen. Like, people, like, probably knew, but no one's going to, like, come up and ask. So, like, I want you all to understand the degree. So this is where this is where I said that got hard. Because, like, I will tell Alyssa... Hey, I'm feeling alone right now, or something like that. And she just she just go cry, like literally, that's like, like I like I don't know. That's hard because it's like, and that's where I a just lot want of, to talk about it. A, that's what I was just gonna say. A lot of times he would want to talk, and like I don't know what to say half the time. So like I don't know what to say. So I just sit there silent, and that would drive him crazy because like yes. he just said he wants to talk, but. Most of the time, like, I didn't, so I would just sit there and, like, stare at him trying to take everything in and not really expressing a lot. So then when he would get more and more upset with me because I'm not doing what I should have been doing, then i just sit there and start crying. So then it just makes the situation worse because at that point I'm crying, so I don't want to talk. It's like talking to a wall. Yeah. Because, like, it's not even just the fact that, like, she's not responding. She just has zero emotion on her face. It's literally just, like... If you're uh, if you're listening, if you're an audio listener, you have no idea what's going on right now. But yeah, yeah. If you're watching here on YouTube, you it's just that. literally like the blankest stare ever, and it's like, and I'll just stare at you. It's it was so like, I don't. It, it's like disassociation, and it's like I'm, I'm really weird in that sense because in the moment I take a lot in, and I don't like to talk right then and there. Literally, if you came up to me the next day, we could have a conversation. Nah, you say that, but then the next sometimes, day you wouldn't want to have sometimes, a conversation. Sometimes this- I'm like that because other than that, like in the moment, no, I don't. Like I'm really not like a, I'm not a, um, what's it called? Confrontational. I'm not a confrontational person at all. I try to avoid any type of confrontation I can have. I hate it. I get really uncomfortable. That's also where I'll start crying. Um, so that's my biggest problem as well. Like I could definitely admit to that one. Um, I am really weird though, because I can have a full on conversation. If you like message me, like I won't have a lot of face to face. He could text me while I'm at work and I'll have a full conversation. Um, which would also drive him crazy because he'd be like, why couldn't you just say this to my face? And I'm like, I don't know. I just think of it now. Like I'm out of the situation. I'm not face to face. I'm not confrontational right now like i'm through a text like i'm through a phone um which is kind of like really weird but like i can get a lot more out that way and i I don't know how to break it i just don't like confrontation like it makes me really uncomfortable so in the moment like most of the time i don't know what to say or what to feel almost like i'm just numb at that point it's so bad it's so bad um i do feel like there had to be, I don't even, I can't even pinpoint a moment, but there definitely is a moment where I just became numb altogether because all like different things would happen. And I would just be like, 
like what else is new like of course it's always me like that type of situation um which is also just <laughs> a, me- a mental load that yeah and that's a quick way to like get under my skin too because i'm like what are you talking about but like hearing i'm hearing all this now i want you guys to understand i'm hearing all this now for the first time like the whole like not being a good mom thing and all that i'm hearing all this now for the first time you see what i'm saying so like that's like um a hard thing even before when you told me we we're gonna sit here and record this it's hard because i had no idea what you were gonna say I feel like you you could have like an idea in your head of what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I I was said I wasn't gonna plan this. I wasn't writing anything down. It kind of just would have been straight conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, we have had little talks. I did say like we were gonna save a big talk for this podcast. Um, because depending on how the conversation went, I feel like depending on who said what, mm-hmm. which I feel like is a much better like situation almost as weird as that is. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't one to sit here and have this conversation twice, if that makes sense. Um, so we definitely could have talked about this. Like I said, we've been broken up for almost two months now. Um, and we haven't had this conversation yet. Um, I I definitely, depending on what we've been through, I definitely didn't want to sit here and have it twice because if we had it off this podcast, I don't think I would have recorded this episode because I definitely would not have wanted to relive most of these moments again. (laughs) Well, maybe for like a third, fourth time, depending on the moment. I will tell you this, though. I will say this. A lot of this. You know, I with me saying I've never heard any of this before. It's not because I didn't say, hey, you you know, you can talk to me like you talk to me, you know, communicate with me. Like I left the door open because I always wanted to have this type of conversation with you. You know, yeah. like uh, this is the type of conversation that I want. <laughs> seriously, seriously, it's just, you know, two adults talking out what is actually happening and how they feel about everything that's happening yeah. in front of them. And I think that I think that something like this literally could have been really huge in the moment. It definitely could have been. Um, you know? I'm not <laughs> quite the best with them because I just sit here <laughs> crying. But um I didn't come on here to make you cry. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen eventually. Yeah. I didn't know when. I'm, I'm like, surprised I made it through. To be what was going to be said for me to start the waterworks. But I would have, I did not, like, I could have told you I wasn't going to make it through this episode without crying. I'm surprised I've talked as much because I thought I'd be, like, crying so hard that I, like, wouldn't be able to talk. But. No, you did great. Yeah. I knew this was going to happen. I think that if you guys could take anything away, I, like the main reason why I was okay with wanting to do something like this and coming on here, I want to educate people about uh, the maintenance required in relationships. You know what I mean? Um, a rela- for, for both parties, right, obviously. Right. A relationship isn't just like, hey, like, you know, this is my girlfriend, you know, just for Instagram pics and whatnot. Like, there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot that you have to do. Um, there's a lot of love and care you have to have for the other person, you know? 
And for yourself. <laughs> and for and a hundred percent. Definitely like hundred times over for yourself. Yourself. I think love if yourself I, first. I was just gonna say, I think if I did more for myself earlier, I probably would have been maybe better altogether. Honestly, for myself, for JJ and for you. I agree. I would agree. No, <laughs> That's because definitely somewhere I went wrong, but I will tell you this. Another reason why it's so easy for me to articulate this, like I, I did a few sessions. I did like a month of therapy, you know, um, I need to try that. I did a month of therapy and it was game changer, you know, like just really saying like, Hey, how do I feel? And then I started doing my daily check-ins on my journal and stuff and that stuff, getting that stuff out and understanding how I was feeling, the emotions I was going through, why I was going through them, like it was really big for I me. feel like that's uh I don't want to say where I struggle but probably where I struggle because I mean granted you have to get comfortable with a therapist I feel like I need to be comfortable with who I like talk to because I do that even with my friends um because I could say not a lot of people know about this like at all or even like circumstances um because I didn't talk to anyone because I didn't know who to talk to or even what to say type of situation um, probably because I wasn't registering like what was going on to myself to begin with. Um, but I feel like I pushed, I pushed a lot of emotions back. Um, I was just going to ask you that actually. <laughs> I put a lot back to not have to face it. Um, I think I just put it on the back burner and I don't know for me, like I should have been more into like connection with myself but the one thing i really was trying to be in connection to was him that's the one thing that hit me the hardest was feeling like a bad mom i see you're (laughs) trying you're trying to get me upset now you should talk to me about this sooner um because i i would have never even let that notion stay in your brain if you actually had talked to me about it sooner we could have nipped that in the butt early on because i did not think you were a bad mom the whole time even with what i was going through like i didn't attribute that to you being a bad mom at all it was just in my head it was what i was supposed to be doing it just to me wasn't appreciated it wasn't it wasn't the circumstance itself it was more so like I didn't like your response to the circumstance, I guess. And I think that really derailed me. Um, Cause I think around baby shower time, like had we stayed the way we were around baby shower time, we probably would be like looking into like getting married soon. You know, like we would have been looking into like, you know, rings and locations and all that other stuff. But relationships go through things and I think a big way to determine if someone's going to be your long-term partner is how they handle adversity you know and and if that brings you together or tears you apart and in this case it tore us apart you know I mean well because that's another thing too like everything I went through pregnancy wise like you were always there I went well, through a yeah, lot that was of my stuff. Job. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, job, but man. like I don't know. 
Like, cause what? So we found out we were pregnant before we went away for one of my birthday weekends. Um, and then came back and told people. So that was like a, a weird thing. Like we sat in a whole other state just finding out we were going to have a baby. And she was sick the entire time. And no one knew. I was so sick. I hated that. I got sick from these prenatals that my OB had given me. I took them in the morning. Because I remember and I was like, dude, I don't want to take these in the morning. I really considered starting to take them at night. Because if I was getting sick at night, it was at night. Like, who cares? I took them in the morning. We went out for a lunch and I couldn't even make it through lunch. I came back on my birthday, came back to the hotel and slept for hours. And this is the middle of the day. This is where I had a hard time because now we're in this hotel and Comic-Con is downstairs. And I just found out Comic-Con's downstairs. But my pregnant girlfriend is laying in bed sleeping. I feel really bad for these audio listeners. I'm like sniffling all up in their ears. I'm so sorry. (laughs) My pregnant girlfriend's laying down sleeping and I'm like, oh, shoot. Comic-Con's there. Honestly, if you would have been like, I'm going out, I'd been like, see ya. Nah. I felt so sick. I was, I wouldn't have cared what you I did. Felt ba- I felt bad leaving I, you on I your birthday, man. I passed out for like two hours. I was like, I can't leave her on her birthday, but like. I was so sick. I would have been like, I'm not going, but that's all you. I, yeah. Like, part of me felt bad because you were sitting in the hotel room. Like I had to come back. I literally couldn't make it through lunch. I had gone to the bathroom to go to the bathroom. Like typical, like I just had to pee, but yeah. I felt so nauseous that I was nervous that I was going to throw up, which feeling not even because I was being pregnant, just anytime I'm sick, like feeling nauseous makes me anxious. So it just makes me feel even worse. So now I'm sitting here like knowing what it's from, like it's morning sickness. I never actually threw up during my pregnancy, but I had a lot of morning sickness because of these prenatals. She gave me the prenatals to take and they made me almost throw up every time I took them but then it became hard because I was like okay I need to stop taking these they're making me sick I'm gonna go get another source of prenatals I went to Target got these gummies I thought they'd be gummies I went up to swallow pills I took those you had to take two a day two in the morning is what it said those made me sick (laughs) I couldn't take them I don't know if it was the thought of just the gummies and morning sickness and you know you go through like all these things pregnant like some things that you used to love, you hate. Some things you used to hate, you love. Um, I couldn't take those. So then I had to go just get a generic, like, Target brand pill to take. Um, which, in the morning, I still felt kind of nauseous because I was in my first trimester being pregnant. But it wasn't nearly as bad as the other ones I was taking. But I had a, I went through a really rough, like, first couple weeks after I found out because of the pills I was taking. And then fast forward a few months later. So that was September. Fast forward a few months later, end of October, early November, I go to a doctor's appointment, blackout, pass out. Have no idea what happened. Um, I was standing there one minute, woke up the next minute on the floor. People calling my name, asking if I'm okay. Have no idea what happened. Um, (laughs) We were supposed to go to find the sex of the baby, And it didn't happen because I ended up in the emergency department hooked up to IVs because I was dehydrated. Yeah. After also a busy weekend at work. Yeah. So there was that. 
Um, I caught you. What else happened? <laughs> See, couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what happened. That had to be on your end. Oh, um, yeah. I just remember hearing my name and waking up and I'm on the floor. And then... Yeah, I laid you down. They stood me up and I felt like I was going to pass out again. So then they put me on a stretcher and wheeled me down. And I was hooked up to IVs. Alyssa was like, whoa. And I was like, whoa, what? I don't even remember <laughs> saying whoa. I couldn't tell you. I swear I was standing there one minute on the floor the next. I couldn't even tell you how long I was out for. Bro was taking all your new... Yo, he always been greedy. <laughs> I'm about to go wake him up. You've always um, been so greedy. And Stop then again, being greedy boy. So that was November. Fast forward a few months later, I'm going to give birth. Not planning nothing, not doing nothing. He, like I said, decided to come. So I was basically pregnant for 41 weeks in one day. Um, I went in. We're waiting for things to progress. Homies having his party in there i don't know what he was doing he was having some type of sun next thing you know i'm going in for emergency c-section he just sleeps crazy have you noticed that yes he does he just sleeps crazy like he yes, does he, he tumbles does. in his oh, sleep trust me i've known that from the get-go <laughs> like this dude like literally just is all over the crib like you'll play him that down was one him spot too. And that, was him, he, that was him in the beginning making me sick i didn't even know i was pregnant yet and every night i was like dude i don't feel good story though that was my denial process <laughs> yeah i honestly didn't think i was pregnant julian was the one that brought it up i did not thought did not come to mind julian was the one that actually bought the pregnancy test too for me to take fun fact i took it that thing popped positive i cried what else is new <laughs> i cried for everything <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Beautiful so the whole, blessing. The whole thing definitely is, but it was definitely a uh, beautiful surprise. Crazy nine months. So, on that same note, though, co parenting, I think we're doing great. I would say, I think we're doing good so far. Um, I like that. I don't know. Nothing crazy happened to where, like, we have to force to like like each other for him mm -hmm. um i feel like a lot of either like separated parents divorced parents co-parenting parents um not always have it this way so they do have um i don't want to say a bad structure but um the kid definitely feels it growing up um, mm -hmm. depending on their age um and i'm glad like i don't know we don't have that so i'm definitely really thankful for that for us and for him i agree um but yeah plans for the future um How am I t i'm taking this over bro this is now this is now julian's well, got to talk podcast this podcast you should have taken it julian's got to talk my eyes are going crazy now because they probably got makeup in them from crying um plans for the future well i think i'm trying to i'm trying to pre judge questions what i think like they would want to know if because uh, you tell me they're they're curious they care about they this do. okay you're kidding so so i know y'all care and i appreciate it i'm just letting them know that y'all care um i feel like that's a lot because like i said i haven't been on my own um so it is gonna be a lot and then like especially like 
days I have him, I'm going to be alone with him, which obviously, like I've done it before. Um, there's definitely, there's been instances where you've gone away. So it's not like I haven't done it. Shout out to Seattle. Yeah. So you went on a cruise, you went to Seattle. That's it. That, that's it. But, yeah. um, I had one night, the first, oh my God, that one night you had him for one night when you slept at your uncle's. I had him there with me. I know you had them, but that was the first night. Oh, you said I didn't have them or I didn't have him. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is the weirdest thing ever. Like it (laughs) not tore me, but I really was like, dude, like this is my first night without him since he's been born. Yeah. And I, it like, it struck me that I was like, dude, you you were literally right up the road, but like, (laughs) Guys, true. It really like it was the first night I didn't have my son since he'd been born, and I was like, "Holy, I don't like this." Um. Do you have any advice for like, you know, any other girls got to talk viewers? I feel like I said if you're in a relationship, they all go through their ups and downs. They all go through whatever. Really, really, really what I truly would say that I wish I could have told myself this like years ago is in order to help, I would say like your relationship, um, in order to help situations, you really, really have to help yourself first. I wish I would have taken some type of step to help myself in ways that I needed to be able to like be there for everyone else as much as I could have. You see a lot of things where it's like, oh, you got to fill your cup to fill into everyone else's. And that, that is so true. I really, at first I would say like, now I understand it back then. Like I would have been like, yeah, yeah, I get it. But I don't think I got it. I really understand it now that you really have to help yourself to be able to help. Sometimes you got to go through something, man. You really have to like, especially like, Not to keep it to like put you on back burner, but especially for him, like I need to be okay to be a mother. Like I need to be okay to make sure he's okay. hundred percent. I mean, obviously it's the same thing with you. Like I have to like be okay to like pour into like significant other role. But like, I think I was trying to do those things without helping myself first. And it, it doesn't work. Let me tell, let me be the first to tell you it doesn't work because I can tell you, I feel like leaving my job and I don't know, really starting to like help myself now. I'm better than where I was um, a I'd lot, so. a lot better than where I was. But I can tell you, I went down a really bad mental spiral. Borderline scary. If we're being honest, <laughs> but I think, um, I fixed my necklace. I think I've recouped from a lot. Um, I definitely have started to get in with myself a lot more. Um, but yeah, I it the scary thing to me is that I mean, I don't want to say they didn't know, they might have known and just not said anything. I was in a really bad, dark, scary spot and no one knew. Okay, like, I know you knew, but, like, <laughs> outside of these four walls, like, no one knew. Unless they caught on and didn't say anything. Like, if you knew, like, 
you knew, but like a lot of like no one said anything to me. No one tried to bring anything up, if that makes sense. So like thinking of like where I was, what I was going through now, looking back at where I was at and no one knew is really scary. I tried. I know. I tried my best. I know. I did. I really did. I, I always say you could bring a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And that was my approach with you. You know, like I gave you the resources. I told you where to go. And that's what I'm saying. You got to help yourself first. You really got to do it. It's uncomfortable, but you have to do it. You got to the point where I would give you these things and you'd say, you basically would like throw it back in my face. Like, I don't want that type of vibe. And that's hard, you know, because like I'm doing this because I love you. You know what I mean? So like that part is hard. So it's, That's another, like, scary factor is, like, not realizing you need it. And Mm -hmm. then now, looking back, I was like, dude, like, what? Yeah. So, because I was was worried. I was, I'm not going to lie to you, I was worried about you. And, you know, I, I really did. I tried to curve my own emotions and curve my own feelings towards what was going on to help serve, service you better and help you better. Um, But it got to the point where you didn't want the help and I was doing a disservice to myself because I wasn't honest with me and I wasn't being real with how I was actually feeling about what was going on. Yeah. You know? All right. I don't want to beat a dead horse. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think that that's important, guys. Check in on your friends because... They could be going through something behind closed doors and you never know. You really, unless you ask, unless they tell you, you would never know. Facts. (laughs) Um, With that being said, that's all I have. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry for crying and stifling in all your audio listener ears, but. um, We appreciate the honesty. I'm speaking for them now. We appreciate the rawness and the honesty on the show. From me? Yeah. (laughs) I knew this was going to happen. Like, I can tell you, like, I'm an open book. I might have to get to, like, a point and, like, start it. And then once I'm in, I'm like, all right, let's go type of situation. Um, So I knew this was going to happen. I knew we'd get into this. I knew I'd be okay with talking. I knew I'd start crying because that's just who I am. But I'm scared. I'm scared for this to come out. I hope y'all don't think I'm a bad person. (laughs) Like, I I'm not. No, we'll put it out there. He's not. He definitely did a lot, and I was just in denial. But that's part of the uh, the scary slope you go down when you're like kind of in too deep with yourself. But yeah, so um, thanks for being our first guest, of first course. guest, and it's topic like this. But we got into it. Um, this episode probably is going to be really long. If you did listen to the whole thing, if you're still at this point, I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. I love you guys so much. Thank you for checking in on both of us. Um, because I know he has gotten some and I have gotten some, um, I definitely appreciate everyone reaching out. Um, even after this episode, if you do, if you want to, we're here to talk. Yeah. If you have questions, Um, seriously, um, I know you probably have a, predominantly female audience but fellas like if you're out there you're listening like you want to talk hit me up like 
I don't think I'm an example man by any means, <laughs> but you know, if you're going through something similar or you, you want help navigating a situation Doors are that feels open. similar, like, yeah, feel free, man. But yeah. So love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, but I'll see you in next week's episode. Bye.